Hello. 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 <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Let's go! Hey, kids. Hey, Dad. War crimes will be prosecuted. I chose this profession, so therefore I, I earned beer. You want to go to the matinee? The feeling is definitely there. You don't know my name! It's a new morning in America. This is the old dude, Howard J. Reynolds. Step into my office. There's not going to be too many punks. Don't you stop worrying about the punks? Ah, you. That's my name. Yeah, let's go to the punk show. Introducing for your listening pleasure.
It's a new year, so that's a new song by Seth Anderson. Highway Lights from the We Could Be record, which is coming out on February 25th. I'm excited for it. I'm excited as well. <laughs> it's been uh, a, it's feel like, I feel like this has been coming for a while because we talked to Seth, what, two years ago? Three years ago? I've talked to him more recently than that, Mike, but... We as a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the podcast. Yeah, something like that. Like, And I feel like he was talking about getting that one ready to go Yeah, back then. So I'm, I'm really stoked on this. Yeah, it's been, a, it's been a long time coming. He's got some release shows coming up on February 27th in Edmonton, February 28th in Calgary, and February 29th in Canmore. He's just an all-around nice guy. He's legit one of the nicest dudes I've ever met. I think he, this is like nice guy music. Would you, would you classify it as nice guy music? And that's yeah. not to deter anybody. I think there's a lack of nice guys in the world. So nice guy music, I think, is, uh, is something we should all invest a little more time in for sure and like if you ever get a chance to see seth he's got some he's got like a great charisma on stage it yeah. makes you feel like he's talking to you yeah so even if he's not no he probably isn't right. he doesn't care about it has nothing to do with you no even though we share the same birthday <laughs> you do yes wow it's because we're facebook friends i found that out and plus i went to a show facebook under- friends listen to this guy <laughs> <laughs> I think at that show, it was his birthday and it was also my birthday. So yeah, this is follow-up album to the one week record he did with uh, Joey Cape, um, which was like that stripped down kind of sound. And this is more like he's back to uh, kind of that Rocky Town heartache. um, The album he put out in 2011. Um, More that vibe, like with a full band backing him. And uh, yeah, I like it. I'm stoked. So super stoked. Pumped. Pumped even, Mike. Get pumped. (laughs) So here we are back for episode 56. It's a new year. It is. How's your 2020 shaping up? Pretty good. Yeah? I mean, it's... Pretty good. It's been fucking cold. Yeah. (laughs) So I made me... We're not here to talk about the weather, Mike. I'm I'm an old man, and that's all I like to talk about is complain about the weather. (laughs) That's it? And aching bones. (laughs) You have the achiest bones I've ever seen. Yeah. I've got an achy, breaky heart. (laughs) Don't tell it though. No. I just don't think it understands. It doesn't. Um, <laughs> feels like it's been a long time. It has been a long time. Yeah, it's been like... You've recorded two episodes in between the time <laughs> we, saw, we saw each other last. Yeah, it's self-indulgent. It was great though. Oh, thanks for listening. You know, I have a New Year's resolution for you, Mike, because I don't know if you'd make those. I don't think you do. I think we talk about this no. every year and I, you say the same thing and I don't pay any attention, but regardless of that... This is my New Year's resolution for you because ever since you became a streamer, um, you don't share anything like even like of mention, like, Hey, I listen to this, Nate, you should check it out, Nate. There's none of that. And is I this, feel like, is this I, your way of saying you miss me? <laughs> no. Cause my therapist told me not to talk to you anymore. <laughs> to keep it strictly work-based. You're still seeing Sharon. <laughs> I hate Sharon. Yeah, she doesn't like you either. I know. I know. This is the root of our problem. I agree. I should make more of an effort. You really should. So maybe for this year, 2020, I'd like to see a little bit more of that. Okay. Okay. I apologize. It's okay. I haven't been a good person. It's okay. What are you listening to, Mike? What have I been listening to? Yeah. What are you, are you, you flipped this on me, hey? New I, year, new rules? I like to just, you know, keep you on your toes. And I figure you've got a real long list. <laughs> no, I don't actually. Oh. I kept it at four. 
four. Yep. Wow. Wow. I figured Look at the self-restraint you're practicing. <laughs> new year, new me. <laughs> uh, first one was a band that uh, Dave recommended in our WhatsApp chat. And it's short fictions. Shout out, Dave. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to do that from now on, too. Shout out. I like it. Uh, Elm's Fate's Worse Than Death. It's kind of like emo revival indie rock stuff. Pretty good. Yeah. Is two, 2020 the year of emo? No, I think it's already happened. All right. It's on its, it's, on its way out. Who knows? I don't really care. I'm not hip. Like those hipster musicians with their fancy shoes. Oh, the fanciest of shoes. <laughs> what else you got? A uh, band called The Bad Reminders. And hmm. the album's called Hit and Misses. It's kind of like, um, reminds me of like late 90s fat record stuff. Uh, with a little bit of like Sweller's TBR and Gob kind of sound to it. Wow. Would you say 2020 is the year of the fat record sound? These are all 2019 bands. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I thought these were all 2020, no. like with Hugh Downs and Barbara Walters. No. I haven't got to the 2020s yet. lack of 2020 memes out there, don't you think? Like, <laughs> you're, missing, you're missing a whole market, right? Yeah. You do gifts too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a band called The Speedways. Uh, it's a single with, called Kisses Are History and the number seven. Uh, this is like, I'm really stoked if they put out a full length because this sing single is awesome. Well, this is the first I'm hearing of it. It's, uh, it's power pop. If I, uh, if I, if I had made my New Year's resolution, I would have told you about it. Yeah. I would have sent you a text. I might have even called you. No, I wouldn't have called you. <laughs> That's crazy. It would have been separate of the WhatsApp chat, though. Okay. Yeah, it would have been personal. A personal text. Yeah, yeah, those are special. But it, they're a great power pop band. Um, I can't wait to check out more of them. And the last one is a band I've brought up before in here who I thought broke up, but apparently they didn't because they put out an album in 2019. Huh. And it's Frank Grimes and the Disasters. Oh, yes. I've heard you talk of yeah. Frank Grimes before. Which is, it's pretty good because it seemed like if they broke up, they were wasting a really good name. Yeah. So. That's going to happen though. Yeah, it will. But, uh, and if you like Elkline 3, Elkline 3 <laughs> The old 3 <laughs> Elkline Trio, I check them out. They, they have sound a lot like alkaline trio cool what have, you, what have you been listening to sir well mike listening to your podcast you turned me on to a bunch of new bands that i'd never heard of that's I good i wish i'd heard of them from your mouth in my ear in person but instead i heard them from your mouth in my ear <laughs> on a recording maybe that was the plan i just wanted you to listen to my podcast well, i was gonna do it anyways um if you haven't listened to mike's two episodes you should there's a lot of really good music on there uh music i had no idea about well thank you nate yeah thank you thank you for opening my eyes i like how i took credit for bands doing stuff yeah <laughs> thanks nate for uh <laughs> for pointing out that i knew way to go knew about some bands <laughs> way to go hey man that's a job now like it's hard i wish i could get paid for it yeah you can't no, no you can't um the artists aren't getting paid so why are they gonna pay the guy <laughs> that listens to them no that guy's definitely not getting money. No. Uh, the one that really stuck out was Mega Brackets Punk Rock, which is a horrible name. I've confirmed it's just Mega. Okay. I've, but they had to, yeah, like you can't put Mega into a search. No, you I think that's why it's anything. Mega. Yeah. <laughs> but still, yeah. it's Mega. They're Italian. What? <laughs> um, yeah, it's Good Time Pop Punk. It's really good. Uh, their album, Narcissistic Punk Rock Disorder was on Mike's list. It's worth a listen. It's, it's the one there was many, but that's the one. That's the one that stuck out. Yeah. Like a sore thumb. 
Um, I also stumbled upon Rat Boys recently, who I later found out you already know all about, and who are also endorsed by Bernie Sanders. Yes. Which is kind of incredible <laughs> um, in and of itself. Uh, they got a new album coming out this year, and that's why I heard about them. It's like, I don't know, chilled out indie rock kind of vibe. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I really like it, though. Super good. Really good. A bunch of albums, like, I don't know, this four? Is, the one that's coming out is their third, I think. Oh. Or fourth. No, I think it's their third. Okay. Yeah. You would know. Yes. Um, I've also recently found this band called The Adam Age. Uh, they put out an album last year called Cry Till You Die. It's kind of got like a Hives vibe, but there's like um, like horns in there and like uh, no upstrokes, but like horns and like uh, keyboards. And I don't know. It's uh, It's got different, different sound, different vibe. I, I, I like it. And I listened to an album from this year. From 2020. Already? Yeah. Wow. The Drowns, Under Tension. Um, it was my first purchase of 2020. Uh, and I really like it. Awesome. I think it's a good album. Uh, it's very much like songs for the working man or the working woman. And uh, it's kind of like a, I want to say it's got like an off of their heads kind of vibe, but I think it's mostly just due to his voice. Like he's got that real kind of like, I, I see the voice, voice. Thing. I see the voice thing, yeah. but definitely not the music, but the voice yeah. for sure. But I feel like the music maybe is more leaning this way. And have you heard the new one? I haven't heard the new one. But okay. I think in this album, it's going maybe, but it could just be his voice is becoming more similar. Um, like just more like raw kind of. Um, but it's got like this kind of dash of a Celtic vibe smattered in there as well. And then the other guys in the band, um, like two of the other guys do, uh, at least one song as well, like taking over vocals. I like that. Yeah. I like it too. It, it very, like the songs change a lot. <laughs> like, and it's not just the, the voice, but also the music that changes. Um, but it's cool. It, it creates a more dynamic record for sure. Cool, cool. 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 So there you go. Uh, one more thing I wanted to bring up before well, we... Bring it up then, Mike. I will. Uh, just because it happened a while ago, and I know we both watched it, uh, the Ska Pick It Up movie. Oh, yeah. I thought I should mention it since we got a we got a copy to watch, so... They call that... Uh, there's a word for that. <laughs> I know. I, I don't know what it is. Screener. Yeah. It's a screener. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was awesome. I did too. I was really stoked on it. That was a really long time ago. But yeah, no, but we didn't record. We no, didn't record we didn't. It, so right. I, th I thought I should bring it up. Good, good job bringing it up. I really good job bringing it up on the pick it up. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could have done better with that, but it it's was like, it was too quick. I need to get back into the flow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I was surprised at how much I liked it, uh, and I think I learned some new things as well. Yeah, shockingly, I did too. Like not the shockingly like i'm i know everything <laughs> no um, i like how you catch yourself though. yeah but considering we grew up with that that era of music and it being predominant in our lives yeah i still learned quite a bit yeah totally and um i like that they chose a lot of those bands i don't know i always thought they were more like i don't want to say underground but like lesser known sort of and they they chose a lot of like the lesser known uh acts as well as the more well-known like no doubt and goldfinger and yeah that's something i found is interesting and something i've always noticed in music and maybe not as prominent anymore is i feel like these bands all made it bigger in the states than we were led to believe here totally because they were so underground here so even a band like real big fish wasn't 
on the radio here. No, no, but, but it was I, big but, down but there. But it was big. I mean, obviously there's billboards and things like that. Like we never got any of that. No. Like they might have five copies at the record store here of that album. Yeah. Yeah. And like, uh, like I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but like, I feel like they kind of paint this picture of real big fish being the, the band that made that, that fourth wave. Is that what it was? Third wave. See, I, I, I think we talked about this. I didn't get that from that. No, I just thought that they were just, they were like, they were the band that made it the biggest. And they well, kind I think of, no doubt made it the yeah, biggest, but, but then you, they made their departure from that style of music. That's as something well. I found really funny. in that movie, how quick, no doubt was to be like, we're not part of this. <laughs> right. Like, we have nothing to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Thanks for sending us it. It was an awesome movie. I'd recommend checking it out. I think you can buy it now and you can probably get it on any sort of downloading service. I think you can pick it up. But you can actually pick it up. Pick it up, pick it up. They even have VHS apparently, which I think is hilarious. Yeah. It's amazing. All right. It's the real throwback. But Nate, we should get into our topic. <laughs> Remember tracking on VHS? Like, oh, how the fuck. fuck did that do? Fix no, those lines. No, but what? Like, how? <laughs> I just feel like it was a placebo button. Did you work in that medium? You no, should know those kind of things. Not in VHS. That was always garbage. Wow. Yeah. Always. Always. Um, let's get into the list. Have we even said what the list no, is? We haven't even said. Oh my God. I should, we should probably credit the person that sent us the list too. You hey, got that? I do. Do it. All right. Uh, this is a suggested list from a listener named Matt who uh, reached out on Instagram to shout us. Shout out Matt. Yeah. I don't know Matt, but thanks Matt. <laughs> Uh, and the the topic is songs about family. Top five songs about family, Mike. All right. High five to songs about family. Yeah. All in the family, if yeah. you will. Punk is dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought this was a good topic. I've been thinking about this one for a little while, but, uh, I wanted to wait till Matt brought it up yeah. before we really tackled it. I didn't know you had been thinking, are you Matt? I'm always, <laughs> I'm, I'm Nate. Okay. Some people call me Nat. <laughs> But that's incorrect. Like it's the guy with an N. Like the guy that owned the peach pit? No. <laughs> not that guy. Okay. Um, I like this list. You know, like there's not I don't know, you're gonna say you found a million songs about family, but like I didn't find that many. Like it's it's not like I I don't know. I, I think like punk rock is though there's a lot of like family dynamics within it, I guess, you know, like w when you watch the other F word, right. And, uh, that, that yeah. documentary and they talk a lot about, you know, how most of the guys that are in punk rock, you know, come from broken homes where dads took off. Right. So like, you know, dynamics like that. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't feel like a lot of them write about that stuff or maybe not obviously or as obviously as yeah, I, found, I need it to be. I found it kind of difficult because i was trying to find the songs i assumed stuff like that was written about and i thought there's lots of angles you could go with the family thing you could like pro family stuff yeah hating my parents stuff yeah. loving my kids stuff loving yeah. my significant other stuff um but it was uh, it was a tough one i had to do a lot i did way more research on this than i thought i was gonna have to well the google returned nothing there was some low-hanging fruit and i was hoping you were gonna grab it because there was some low-hanging fruit that's really good and i'm like i'll leave those for nate oh maybe i did we'll have to discuss in the end yeah okay because there are, there are some really good low-hanging fruit ones yeah my first one might be a low-hanging fruit yeah. nothing wrong with it how great you songs. view low-hanging fruit well there's some obvious ones yeah no i know yeah i know what you mean yeah it's how you view it though true true um, and I think it was timely to do this episode now because everyone's been inundated with family over the holidays. Yeah, for sure. Have you been inundated 
my fam well you know my fam my family's all inundated all the time all the time it's no no different they if you've ever seen my big fat greek wedding yeah that's what my family life is like wow that's, that's only just deep only, they're, only they're croatian instead of greek <laughs> just in your face all the time does your Which dad is, think windex can fix everything no but he's so it's different he's convinced the c can the sea connects everything. Yeah. <laughs> so does he carry around seawater with no, him? No, and whiskey. Like homemade whiskey. Like moonshine. Just, right, right. You got to make it yourself. That's what makes it yeah. special. Cures everything. 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 Yeah. Well, Mike, the first song I picked is, uh, it's pretty on the nose. The song's called Family. And it's by a band called The Interrupters. Was this one of the low-hanging fruits this is, you were speaking of? This is on the list. But it was not one of the low, low hanging fruit. Not ones. the but lowest this, of the low. Not the, not the obvious. But it, I mean, the title is obvious. It's a great song. Yeah, it is a good song. This is the first. I think this might have been the first interrupter song I actually heard. Oh yeah. Because I have the seven inch of this one. Well, and I picked the seven inch version because I feel like that's probably not the one that a lot of people have heard. Probably it's not. Different. Yeah. yeah, it's a little bit different. It's recorded very differently. Very differently, Mike. Super different. Very different. It features. Tim Armstrong. Yes. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> but I like this song because it like speaks to what I felt this topic was about. Like yeah, just for sure. your crazy nutso family that, um, that, you know, you don't always talk about, um, but they're the ones that are around specifically at the, uh, during the holidays. <laughs> um, so yeah, I went with it. Family, the interrupters on the self-titled seven inch. Cool. <laughs> it is cool cool that's my new thing cool just trying to be hip catch uh, a wave bro <laughs> it's a new relaxed 2020 version of mike it's All amazing yeah so relaxed so i went with uh a soul artist named alex Leahy, who i think i've talked before yes you have yes excellent choice i think i know where you're going with this one and i'll like it did you do you have it? No. Okay, cool. Uh, the song is I Love You Like a Brother off her yeah. self-titled, or off the release, which is also called I Love You Like a Brother. I really like this record. Oh, it's such a great record. Yeah. And this is about a relationship with her brother. And I like that it's like a platonic love song about your siblings. Yeah. Because I get, I, I get along really well with my siblings. And I just like, sometimes like, it's neat to have a song about things like that. Like how you could get along with them. And I think as you get older you appreciate your siblings more as friends. Like, it's kind of weird. Like you like them as a kid and then you kind of like distance yourself a little bit from them. But then as you get older, you're like, you talk to them a lot more, hang out with them a lot more because your friends don't like you and they have to like you. <laughs> they have to. That's well, true. They don't really have an On option. On some level, they have to. They can't really escape you. Yeah, that's true. They're stuck with you. Yeah. Yeah. I like this choice, Mike. Thanks, Nate. I like one. your I like your choice as well. Wow. We're off to a great start. Let's roll. All right. Family, the interrupters, and... Alex Leahy, I love you like a brother. I got a mother named Mary. I got a brother named Barry. And my uncle's name is Harry. And he's in the military. And my grandma's name is Sherry. And she's in the cemetery. This is my family. This is my family. One crazy family. This is my family. 
Darrison. Good eye, Mike. How you going? Don't do that. It's a precursor to my next pick. Oh, okay. It's an Australian song. <laughs> well, Alex Lay's Australian as well. Oh, yeah. She's from Melbourne. Let's keep the Australia vibes going. We're, we're really uh, buying into our target audience. We sure are. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't have said that. It's supposed to be subliminal, Mike. Oh, okay. Sorry. God. I'm just ruining everything. Yeah. Laid back Mike sucks. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this is uh, a song by a band called The Living End. And it comes from their album Roll On, which came out in 2000, which blows me away because I feel like I've still been waiting for the follow-up to roll on and it's 20 years later somehow. Um, cause I like this band a fair amount and, uh, I don't know if I even know, Oh, I think I know one album that came out between now and 2000, but yeah, this is kind of like the last one that is memorable for me. No. I don't know. Maybe we don't get them in North America. I don't know much about living the living end. I was going to wonder is, do you like the living end because you spent time in Australia uh, or did it happen before? I can't remember. I remember seeing them before that. Like we saw them at that Vancouver warp tour that you didn't come to. Yes. Um, <laughs> so I feel like that was before. Yeah, that was before. Um, that would have been my introduction to them. And then for sure, like being in Australia, you know, that that's where they're from and they claim them. So I heard about, uh, I don't think I saw them there. Maybe I did. I don't know. But uh, I like this band. I, I think they've got like that. I don't know. Would you, would you call it rockabilly? I feel like it's, that's a, just a really lame pointed finger. Cause they got a stand up bass in it. Yeah. And I always wonder that I'm like, I get a rockabilly vibe from them, but I sure. don't, when you hear them, they don't really sound rockabilly. No, but this song, but they have that like look to them. So it yeah. kind of gets, this song has all the hallmarks of a great living end song. Okay. All it's right. got the tempo changes. Check. It's got the rhythm changes. Check. It's got the key changes as well, which is very important to that's all. past my pay grade. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Um, and the song is called uncle Harry. And this is very much a song about uncle Harry. Everyone's got that uncle. Maybe it's not Harry, but that <laughs> uncle. Um, and yeah, I just, I, I like the sentiment of, of a song about the crazy uncle. And that's what this is. Excellent. Do you have, a, do you have that uncle, Mike? I don't actually. Really? Yeah. All my uncles are pretty, uh, not one killed. that maybe not that you view that way, but the family views that way. Nope. Not one. Not and one. And I feel like you've got like 48 uncles too. <laughs> I have a lot of uncles, <laughs> but not one of them. And are they all real uncles too? Yeah. Like, you know, some people have I like, have none of the fake uncle things. Okay. In curious. Just curious. Nope. Really? Like that's surprising to me. I have some crazy cousins. Okay. But not uncles. Okay. What about aunts? Nope. Are you worried that they listen to this? Cause they don't. None no. of them listen. To no, this. my mom just asked me what a podcast was the other day. <laughs> and I'm kind you of think terrified. she's going to find it. I don't think nah, she's going to find she it. She didn't my help. Just cause you know what a podcast is. Doesn't mean you can find one. It's true. Right. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's, that's a big stretch for somebody who doesn't know what one is. Yeah. She's pretty tech savvy though. So she might figure it out. Wouldn't but. it be awesome if she texted you like tomorrow and was like, it's not that hard, Mike. Like that's all it said. She would do something like that. She's kind of jerky <laughs> like that. I hope that happens for you. You're Thanks. welcome. Thanks, Nate. You're welcome.
Number two to you. Number two to me is a band called Nice with the three eyes. Ah, yes. I like this band. Okay. Do they just have the one EP out or is there more? They have two EPs, I believe. All right. So forming one full length. Yeah. Or maybe it's like a bunch of singles and this EP. I'm oh. just trying to, th- I'm trying to think in my head. Jeez. I only really know this EP though. Just the one. All right. See, I'm one I'm, I've listened to extensively. Okay. Like, and like extended play. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. It came out last year. Yeah. It's called, uh, never better. Did this make your top 30 or because no, it was an EP, it doesn't it, count. Cause it didn't make, cause it was an EP. It probably should have been in there. I did listen to this album quite a bit. Yeah. Um, this song is called blunt force marijuana. <laughs> Uh, I'm not really sure what the title has to do with the song because I did some research on this one. And wow! Read an interview, and it's a it's a song about how the singer's father was fairly abusive, and how it still affects him to this day. So not a positive family song, right? So, uh, it's kind of dark and gloomy, but it's a good song. What's the song called? Blunt Force Marijuana. Oh, that's the song. Yeah. For some reason, I thought that was what the EP was no, called. The, the EP is called Never Better. All right. All right. Band's nice. Three eyes. Three eyes. Gotcha. Did you hear me say wow before? It was, it's an Owen Wilson impression I'm working on. Mm, I didn't hear it. You want to do it again? Wow. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's you pretty like good. it? It's no Peter Griffin, but it's there. <laughs> Later, I'm going to do Peter Griffin doing Ooh. Owen Wilson. Oh, yeah. That, that's what I thought you were going to go for. It's coming. I just assume that's your thing. Coming up. All right. Let's hear your song again. Uncle Harry by the Living End and... Blunt Force Marijuana by Nice. It's just a silly habit, we can't help but remind We tell you not to do it, but you 
lot to fucking ask, that's why you'll probably never know How I feel How I feel I've been keeping track Of all the times you said You're sorry Nearing the halfway mark. Still waiting to hear We Are Family by Sly and the Family Stone. You got it? No. Oh. But I thought you might. No, did, you, did. did you pick anything like out of genre? No. No. Did you? No. I, I'm always reluctant to do it. I always feel that way too. I'm, I, On a special occasion. Yeah. If you, get, if you have one that you really want to play. Yeah. But otherwise I try to avoid putting This it didn't in. feel like it. No. No. Not the first one out of the gate. Great topic. Yeah. That's right. Shout out, Matt. <laughs> this next song comes from 1996, Mike. 96? Yeah, this is Woo. the band. This is a song off this band's first album. Now, I've seen this band a couple of times, but saw them most recently just last year. And I saw them twice in one day. Is it H2O? It is H2O. <laughs> you know what? Like, I don't I, know the song. I just kind of sing. Well, that's pretty good pretty good work there though start calling you sherlock i prefer colombo that kind of work he kind of stumbles into things you got a bit of a lazy eye yeah i can see it i'm yeah. just winking at you it's not a lazy eye <laughs> you <laughs> have the worst up a- wink you don't know how to wink it's true just so you know um yes it is h2o and you know like i've seen these guys a couple of times obviously they're like you know they're they're uh they're a mark on the on the music that we listen to mm-hmm they're they're one of the uh one of those bands you know would you say that would you agree with that oh for sure um but they never really like stood out to me as profoundly as i think they're as they do to their fans um not to say that i'm not a a fan like i've got a couple of records but like i say just nothing really stood out and then we went and saw them in in uh, las vegas at punk rock bowling and we saw two shows in one day one was like this weird pool party that I wasn't even going to go to. And then the other one was like this club show that was, you know, late at night. We both know I'm not great with late at nights, but I was so glad I went to both. And, uh, this song that I chose, I think they opened with both times. And, um, it was like the second that, that Toby hit that first word, the entire place was just singing along with them and there's no instruments for the the beginning and then the instruments drop out again like halfway through three quarters of the way through the song and everybody's right back there and it's just like even if you don't know the words like it it brings everybody together it just unifies the entire crowd and you know that vibe is just i mean it's 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 such a cool feeling you know to be part of that so i think this song particularly was something that really 
brought that band around for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I love listening to this song and have been looking for a way to fit this song into a list. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so it's not about like family in the sense that like, you know, mom, dad, brother, sister, but more uh, about the family that we choose because not all of us are lucky enough to have moms and dads and brothers and sisters. It's true. Um, and so, yeah. And I mean, I think even though you do have like, you know, family of, you know, a traditional family, I think we all on some level choose our own family too right you know like you look at our group of friends we've been friends for i don't know what like close to 30 years probably no no we're not that old okay 25 20 something years i just round up now (laughs) 20 is 30 but yeah like so so that kind of that idea it's five-year plan off the self-titled album by h2o excellent to you all right well mine's gonna be a big jump away from this. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's another downer. Of course. Just call me Debbie Downer here. Uh, Miserable Mike. Yes. I have been called that. Have you? (laughs) Yeah. Who calls you that? People. That's not very nice. Um, Do they mean it? Probably. I'm not very positive. I feel like you're positive. Oh, thanks, Nate. Like you've got an air of positivity to you. I would say that's the overriding. Yeah. The misery I've been is known like to be secondary. Neg- I've been known to be negative. <laughs> <laughs> well, negative isn't miserable. Yes, I guess. A little bit of both. Anyway, uh, enough about me. Let's get to the band. Let's talk about your <laughs> negative song. <laughs> it's not really a negative song. Your miserable song. Uh, the band Save Ends, who I've talked about a lot on the show. You have? Uh, the album is A Book About Bad Luck. It came out in 2017. Excellent. And the song is called Goodnight Moon. And this is a song about Christine's sister who died and her dealing with it. Oh. So I had read something that she said her sister passed a few away a few days before Christmas in 2005. And this song is the closest I've ever come to explaining the feeling of loss and emptiness that persists even 13 years later. So I think it would be pretty hard to lose a sibling. Very much so. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to lose anybody, but. Totally. Wow. So, uh, yeah, now that I've ruined the mood. Is there any like shout? And I'm not trying to be funny. I'm I'm yeah. being serious. Is there like a shout out or like a reference to the book Goodnight Moon? Do you know that book? It's like a kids' book. I you know I know the title. Yeah, I, I'm sure there is a me- reference in there. Okay. Um, I'm gonna keep my ears peeled. You would know better than me. Don't peel your ears. Keep my ears sharp. I don't know. Is it peeled? I think it's peeled. No, peeled his eyes. Oh, eyes peeled. Yes. Which makes no sense either. No, who wants to peel their eyes? Right. That's crazy. Five Year Plan, H2O, and Good Night Moon, Save Ends. My friends look out for me like family. My mom's been struggling since I was three. My friends look out for me like family. My mom's been struggling since I was three. Am I scared? Am I pushed? Am I worried? Another day, another year, so it's alright.
My friends look out for me like family Mama's been struggling since I was three My friends look out for me like family Mama's been struggling since I was three Am I scared? Am I pushed? Am I worried? Another day, another year, so what's the hurry?
This next one, Mike, is a little out of the box. I'm going to warn you about that because I don't want you going, whoa. This is not about your typical family dynamic. This is a song about a different kind of family. Is it a family of otters? No. It's oh. a good guess, though. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, not really. But <laughs> I was like, I wow. Like, that's really out of the box. This is... Uh, this is a song about a mob family. Oh. Yeah, the mafia, if you will. Um, the song's called Mr. Moran. Ooh, I like this song. By the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Off the, uh, the album A Jackknife to a Swan, which came out in 2002, if you can believe that, Mike. I can. That's a long time it ago. It's a long time ago. And that's kind of the last one that really like stuck out to me. The last one of their... Pay Attention was before that, I think, right? Oh, yeah, Pay Attention was before it. So yeah, I think that was the last one that really, really stuck out for me. And I've always loved this song. I just... Uh, Love I, the sound clip too. The sound clip at the beginning is so good. And like, there's not a lot of songs about have you mafia. Read, have you read the book about Sammy the Bull? No. Oh, it's really good. Is it? Yeah. What's it called? I can't remember now. But I read it when that came out actually. Oh, okay. Well, that's who it's about. Yeah. Sammy the Bull, who's the underboss of the Gambino family. John Gotti. He wasn't an underboss. He was the hitman for them. I thought he was the number two. Maybe, but he was the he was their hit hitman guy. He killed people for them. Yeah, yeah. Well, he I, I didn't realize this till I did a little bit of research because I didn't read the book. Mm-hmm. But that he confessed to nineteen murders. You think that's the number? Or you think there's a few more? So the, the sort of what I've grasped from a little bit that I know about him is people have said he's a liar. But okay. I don't know if, if it's a liar that he did more or did less or what it is. But uh, is he still alive? I think Cause, he is. Cause he like came out and did like some interviews or yeah. something like 20 would, years later. Yeah. He didn't go as, as like, he didn't do the same thing as like the guy in Goodfellas. Like he didn't uh, hide forever and then get busted again and stuff. Right. Like I think he was pretty open with it after, after a while. Why would he do that? Like, wouldn't they still come get him? Feel like maybe I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know how that all works. But you, you think he's still alive? Don't quote me on it, but all I right. think so. All right, we can, we can Google it in the. I'll just turn this recording device off. Yeah. Okay. This is off. The Sorry, record. I want to bing it. It's off the record. Yeah. Don't forget the sponsor. Yeah. Okay. Um. Speaking of mobs, get whacked by the yeah, by the Bing mafia. You don't say whacked. <laughs> <laughs> have you watched the irishman yet no oh my. i can't i need three and a half hours i can't do that whole like i've seen people say they broke it up yeah i broke it I, up you broke it up yeah. i don't think i want to do that because i okay. really like scorsese films yeah. um i just need to have three and a half hours to myself where i can sit and, and take it all in and i thought over the holidays i would but family got in the way and uh Jeez. it just never like and if i get home too late it seems like it's not a movie i can start at like eight or nine o'clock at night. Like, I feel like I need like a Saturday. You're never going to see this. Movie. No, I'm going to see it. There's no way I should have gone to the movie theater. My cousin went to the, to the globe to watch it. And, oh, okay. And I was like, I should have just done that. Cause that's probably the best way to see it. What do you think about all this? Like, cause you know, these Netflix movies, right? Like uh, marriage story. Uh, you got this one that, I mean, I don't even want to put this in there, but like the, that new Adam Sandler movie that's coming out on Netflix. Like they have people like them. His, his Netflix movies. I've never seen any of them, but I do, I, I am interested in this one, but like, what do you think about that whole, like that whole idea of, cause I mean, it's clear that they're putting them in the movie theater just so that they can get the Oscar nominations or like, there must be a rule that they have to have some theatrical, 
uh, screening to be to qualify for the awards, right? Or else, why else would you put it in theaters for two days or three days? I just think that's the new, they just have to adapt. And that's just like a new theory on like. But then why not like have the Academy or, you know, all these awards just acknowledge Netflix or these streaming sites as. To be honest, you know, I, don't, movie. I don't know the rules on it. I thought that they were just put in the theaters so that the people that are like movie snobs would want to watch it in a theater. Huh. I, I, I think that's what it is. Um, I guess, I mean, it, in one way it's good because I guess Netflix is paying for movies to be made in a time when people are willing to steal movies and stuff like that and not go see them. And I think the majority of the population is not waiting, not rushing to a theater to see a movie anymore. So they're fine watching on TV. But do you think people are stealing still? Like, I mean, isn't no, no, it just sorry. easier to stream now? Yeah, I know. But, but even people you talk, I think it, I think a large chunk of people are just like, well, Netflix and Prime and um, the Disney one and stuff like that now. Listen to you plug away. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Trying to diversify our sponsorship portfolio. Just hoping somebody. Looking hoping. For the, hoping. Really looking for that Mandalorian plug. <laughs> Just waiting for, for, baby, for baby Yoda to show, show up in a high five. You watch that? I loved it. I don't watch it. I'm not even a huge Star Wars guy. I'm not I, a Star Wars guy at all. And I, I loved it. I'm zero Star Wars. Negative Star Wars. Star Trek? Nope. Nothing like, to do with space. You're not a space dude. I saw eh? Alien for the first time like a month ago. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. It is interesting. What's your fourth pick? <laughs> Stop talking about movies. Oh yeah, I was like, what did you pick? Even it's not. A, I picked Mr. Moran. Oh yeah, 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 yes. Um, my first or my next pick, fourth pick, is a local band. Local. Yes. Well, they're not around anymore. Uh, All right. The band is Beja Floor. Ah, uh-huh. shout out Beja Floor off uh, their 2007 release, The American. Excellent. And the song is Sunny Boy. Ah, uh-huh. which is a song about Steve's kid. It is. And uh, I'm not sure if it's because I know Steve, but those lyrics always really get to me. Like even when I hear, heard it the other day, I was like, man, these are really good. It's like really, and I'm not even like a super like emotional person. And when I was like, listen to him, like. <laughs> I can vouch for that. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's really touching. That whole line where he says, you saved my life. It's just, it's perfect. Um, yeah. So I really like it. Uh, I think that might've been one of the best songs Steve's written ever. Does it give you goosebumps? It does give me goosebumps. I didn't know, like, I think I have that album and I didn't know, like, I knew that song, but I didn't know he recorded it. Oh. So, there you go. And uh, bringing up Steve, uh, Steve and Paul, who were in Beja Floor and our brother, so it also worked on that level. Oh. Started up. <laughs> wow. Started a new band. Wow. It's multi-layered, Mike. That's horrible. This pick is like an onion. You didn't yeah. think that sounded like him? It did a little. A little? A little. Keep working. I feel like it's there. Come, come back next podcast and we'll hear it. Uh, anyway, Stephen Paul and their sister started a new band called Night Twin. Yeah, which sister? Danielle, I think. Huh. Uh, Steve's got a lot. They got a lot of siblings. It's crazy. I like, can't keep track of that. That's a family. Anybody under Steve, I still think of them as babies. Like <laughs> I see them in my head and they're babies. They're not, they're not adults. Uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, should, should be a cool band to check out. Yeah. They're Have you really, heard anything? I haven't heard anything yet. Huh. All, I think they're playing the big winter classic, but I'm not and sure. The drummer from Beja Floor is back with them for Night Twin. Wasn't Matt the drummer Beja Floor? No, they had another guy towards the end. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Dan? Yeah, I don't know him. 
Shout out Dan. Anyone? <laughs> anyway. Bueller, Mr. Moran by the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, and... Sunny Boy by Beja Flora. My name is Salvatore Gravano. Early in my life, I was given the nickname Sammy the Bull. I was arrested with John Gotti. I was his underboss and second in command of the Gambino family. Under the boss when they met him And I was made a short time after that I was under oath when I testified I'm under government protection Now they're calling me a rat Mr. Moran, that's who I am Some call me Sam, some call me Sam Some call me when they're in a jam Just a bowl of cereal to me I might be from deep in the heart of Texas Or maybe I'm from New York, make that Knoxville, Tennessee Mr. Moran, that's who I am Some call me Sam, some call me Sam Some call me when they're in a jam Cause I'm the man, I'm Mr. Moran
picture right? Mike if you'd been following along you'd already know this is our last pick I don't pay attention to you we've been through this <laughs> yeah but it's the start of a new year it's only gonna get worse as I get older really I thought you'd like at least effort it for a little bit longer than you know like three quarters of an episode okay no? okay no you can't I'll, take I'll it back it. I'll work on it <laughs> I don't believe you Make a note here. Yeah, you go ahead. Make. E, listen to <laughs> Nate more often. Send him songs. We should probably announce the job posting that's still vacant uh, for a, the HR position. Oh yeah, yeah. You want you want to work in HR with us? That the pay is minimal. It's very little. You got to deal with me complaining a lot. But it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um. Anything else? Uh. Yes. There is something, Nate. What is it? A little bit more serious than our HR. Tell me about it, Mike. We're teaming up with uh, our friend Joel on the My Age podcast, which you have, if you haven't checked out, you should. Uh, and we're doing an album contest. Is that how you would rephrase, how you'd phrase it? I don't think it? it's a contest. I think it's like, like a, a, 
challenge challenge that's, that's it that's what challenge. they call it album, album challenge. challenge it's hard to say isn't it album challenge album challenge which i think is a I thing feel like that could be like a, a warm-up this is like a internet thing <laughs> for well, all I you think more specifically like an instagram is thing it, right? is it specific I, to instagram? I think so like or maybe f- i guess you could do it on facebook but from what i hear it's just the boomers on facebook now all right yeah all right so sell your facebook account mike <laughs> sell it <laughs> just get on instagram <laughs> that's where you need to be all right anyway uh i don't think it's a twitter thing no i but yeah i don't know much about these things but it was recommended by jay jay had talked about doing them yeah he's and a record guy he's a record guy they do them with uh with records a lot yeah and uh we talked to joel and we thought maybe we would uh we try to set one up for february uh, it's called the high age challenge. High age? Yes. Is that what, it, is that what we decided? Well, that's on? what I decided. All right. I came up with that. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Just cause you came up with it and not Joel. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> hey, <yeah. laughs> uh, go ahead. Uh, you Anything else to say about it? And check out our Instagram and the my age Instagram and we'll have a post about it coming up soon. First week of February, the first Monday in February. Okay. Because it's seven days. That's what we're doing, right? Seven days. Yeah. So uh, an album per day. And I think what we decided was to get more people interested. You can have any, post any album you have, whether it's like cassette, maybe you got it on CD, maybe it's just digital and you want to take a screen grab of it, or you've got the vinyl, you know, we're not going to be discriminant towards only vinyl. But it's got to be a picture. Uh, You got to post all seven days. And anybody that posts all seven days, I'm gonna we're gonna take their name and do a draw, and we'll give a free T-shirt or something out to you guys. So tag us in your posts, yeah. and uh, maybe hashtag it too. It's a good way to find out about music and learn a little bit about it. Totally, there, learn a little bit about everyone here. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Anyone else? Anything else? Uh, I want to say thanks to our listeners. Do to it. anybody that's interacted with us uh sent in a list we got a, we got quite a few lists going i like that on every time we get one we post them on the instagram account and everyone seems pretty happy yeah well i seem happy <laughs> nate seems happy uh, i only seem happy though yeah i'm not really happy about it uh thanks to the whatsapp chat folks for keeping things interesting and fun yeah uh it's been a while since we fought about a, a band's favorite album <laughs> so <laughs> everyone took a little time at christmas yeah. uh Last, if you want to check out uh, people's 2019 lists, if you're still looking for new stuff from back then, it's on our website. A listener list is on there. Anybody that submitted one is on there. And uh, yeah, you can check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and our webpage, www.highfives.ca. That's it. Real good. That was good. Let's get to... uh, Enjoyed that. Let's get to your last pick. And yours too. We'll do yours as well. Yeah, sure. Have you, have I hit any of the low hanging fruit? You have not. None of it. So I'm kind of, so tell me what the low no, hanging fruit what, was. We've got to hear your things here or you want to hear what I thought yeah. some of the low hanging fruit was. Yeah. Cause we're not going to get to it okay. later. So there's Legwagon Raise a Family. I thought about that one. It was on my list. That's probably my favorite song off that album. Propaganda. Platinum. Which F- one? Field Imaginer. Is that on Victory Lap? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great song. I think I might've used it already. So that's uh, why I didn't, I didn't grab it. Uh, Chicks Dig It, Where's Your Mom? Uh-huh. They got a lot. PM versus My Dad. Yeah. Uh, and the... Henry and, Rollins is no fun. Just Oh yeah, I didn't even thought about just that one. Just ask mom. Yeah, Chicks Dig It's got a lot. Yeah. What else? Uh, yeah. I think those are my main, 
the main low hanging fruits that I thought. Oh, for Fiona. Oh, no use for name. Oh, I thought about that one too. Um, that was the other one. I was like, oh, Nate's going to take that one for sure. It's a good song. Yeah. I even listened to the cover. Yeah. The cover's really good too. It is good. Well, look at me. Unpredictable. Don't look at this list. Don't look at it. I'm going to tell you what I it is. I can't even read my own you printed can't out read, thing. Anymore. I know. My but, own one that I typed out. I have to hold like an old person up to my face because no, I can't see. You hold it at a distance. Yeah. Just at about the distance mine is at on the table here. This is upside down. We've discovered you can read upside down. Yeah. I think that's the only way you can read is upside down. Yeah. Yeah. You got my secret. <laughs> Your power. Yeah. Your magical that's power. My, that's my superhero <laughs> power. I can read upside down. Mr. Upside Down Reader. Here he comes, folks. Sounds like some sort of shitty DC villain. They always have <laughs> shitty names like that, like Light Man. <laughs> um, okay. So for my last song, um, I think this is a song that kind of is uh, is a, sh- a bit of a shout out to your list because you've done a lot of sibling songs. Yeah. And this is a sibling song. Um. It's one of my favorite Tim Berry songs, actually. Uh, the song's called Dog Bumped. It's off the album Rivana Junction from 2006. Do you know this song? I don't. Okay, I think you'll know it when you hear it. It's like one of these great storytelling songs. I really like those songs, like within that kind of folk punk genre. For sure. You know, when you got a great story to tell. Um, and I've seen Tim Barry a couple times and I've heard him say about this song that this is a, a true story about his friend Ken, uh, which is even more mind blowing and uh, that, that it's a true story. Um, and it's a song about doing anything for a family member, sister, brother. I've seen Tim Barry a couple times and every time. Have you ever seen him? I have not. It's always a good time. And like, he's just one of those guys that like really appreciates you know, the people that come out to see him, you know, there's always a moment in the show where he gets off the stage and comes and plays in the middle of the floor and everyone just kind of circles around him and sings along. And it's just like such a fun moment. That is one good thing about that. Like that singer songwriter genre, that's kind of like yeah. tuned off punk rock is they seem to do that a little bit more. Like anytime I've seen any bands that do that, they sort of interact with their audience quite a bit. It's like they've separated from their punk rock band and now they're they're being a little bit more interactive with their fans less of a totally. rock star yeah yeah um so yeah this is this is one of those huge sing-along songs like you know you can kind of learn the chorus after the first or second time through and like sing along and this is one of those songs that everybody kind of sings along to and he's like very emphatic about you know the way he sings this song and it's good old stomping along kind of song. <laughs> stomping along songs. Yeah. Who doesn't like a good stomping along song? Right. Last one I picked is a band called Penfold. You ever listen to Penfold? No. No, they're like a mid nineties emo band. Okay. They were kind of like one of the bigger ones that came out in that from that era. Okay. Uh, and they had an album called Amateurs and Professionals, which came out in ninety eight. Great album name. It is. And the song is I'll Take You Everywhere. So originally I'd always, I always just assumed this is about a relationship. And then when I was doing research, I came across it and I was like, oh, that's a great song. It's probably a song that Nate's never heard. I'm going to put it on the podcast. Yeah. And it's about his brother. Huh. And another bro- sibling song. Yeah. I guess I have a sibling thing. You really locked into it. Yeah. Uh, and it's about him missing his brother who's moving out. It's when he was a kid. His brother moved out. Okay. And I always thought it was just about a girlfriend leaving him or something. Like all these years. Huh. So 
that it's apparently about his brother moving out wow <laughs> which i guess I'm, I'm the oldest in my family so i moved out first but <laughs> i remember having a moment like when i was going traveling for a year and like we were driving to the airport and it was like kind of that age where like so i would have been like 18 so i would have made my brother 13 and like was I he just, that young yeah what's he doing hanging out with us after when you left we were just like <laughs> i don't know nate's gone we'll just hang out with nick yeah <laughs> he's he kind of like, like nate he's tall as nate <laughs> <laughs> yeah he would have been 13 no he was older wasn't he no oh, weird it is weird but like he uh like i remember being on the way to the airport and like it was like that time of like you know you don't think either of you care about each other you yeah. know, cause you never say like, you just don't talk about that when you're that age. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, I remember driving to the, my mom was driving me to the airport. He was in the backseat and he was like, he was real upset. He was crying that I was leaving. Yeah. That makes sense on his part. I couldn't believe it. It blew my mind. And I still remember it to this day. I left home pretty late. My brother was probably like, finally, <laughs> <laughs> can I have his room? He did take my room. <laughs> course it's one of the worst things ever when people refer to my old room as his old room i'm like no that was my room <laughs> that's the worst thing in the world not the worst thing in the world that's a pretty big pretty big step this just in <laughs> people don't respect my history <laughs> i laid claim to that room first you can I tell demand, by the pee stain in the corner <laughs> demand satisfaction uh, it's dog bumped by tim barry and i'll take you everywhere by penfold Stay cool and be excellent to each other. Thanks for listening. One quick minute got me 28 long years. I'd do it again. I don't regret it. He laid his hand on my sister too many times when I was near. And I shot him dead. And I don't care. When sis was born, I was about 12. About the same time, old man, he went to jail Then mom got sick, boy, she never got right And I took that baby girl like she was mine Night after night, day after day I worked my ass off to put the money away The sis grew up, and I grew older still And I love her the best and always will Been one quick minute Got me 28 long years I'd do it again I don't regret it He laid his hand on my sister Too many times when I was there And I shot him dead And I don't care Just before.
boy goes home, pushes my sister around. I thought it out not to intervene unless my baby sister just came to me. She did one night, and that old dog showed up. She whispered on the phone, "Can I ain't feeling so good?" When I got to the house, what I saw was true. My baby sister beat black. My last breath of fresh, free air. And I found that piece of shit asleep in his relaxing chair. I hit him good, solid right, and a solid left. And I forced him to his feet for his last breath. Well, he cowered and run, but he didn't get far. Cause my sister shot him fucking dead just outside his car. She wept, and I did too. Then I told the police I did what I had to do. And that one quick minute got me 28 long years. If I do it again, I don't regret it. He laid his hand on my sister too many times when I was there, and I shot him dead. Don't care. Yeah, one quick minute got me 28 long years. If I'd do it again, I don't regret it. He laid his hand on my sister too many times when I was near. And I shot him dead. And I don't care.
That works for sure. Okay. So let's do that, Mike. All right. Let's just do that. Sounds good. You're the Wouldn't editor. Be, yeah. You're the producer, the director. I'm just the talent. <laughs> Hair and teeth. Hair and teeth. I'm just makeup. Look at this guy right here. Hair and teeth. Just a beauty. Oh, what's that sound? The table rocking. Don't, Don't come a knocking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's Mike. Classy establishment we got it here. It really is. Yeah. Really? 